Welcome to Hashtag No Filter with me, Stephanie Nay, a podcast which provides career advice from industry experts. Every episode, you'll hear how each trailblazing guest built success and what they do to bring a sense of wellness into their world. You're listening to real people with real stories, with real success, and who need no filter. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag No Filter. On today's episode, I'm joined by the one and only Miriam Albadi. Miriam is the founder of True and Beyond, a platform which speaks the truth on beauty and wellness brands and treatments. On the True and Beyond website, Miriam is described as an entrepreneur, editor, influencer, mother and wife. But if that isn't enough, Miriam is no doubt an international role model to entrepreneurial women and a huge inspiration to career changes. During the episode, Miriam talks about True and Beyond. She reveals why she is passionate about promoting no-nonsense wellness and beauty brands and gives her professional opinion on how the industry has and is changing. Miriam also provides in-depth advice on how to develop an online platform and how to create partnerships and collaborations with brands and influencers. And because we know it's important to maintain a healthy well-being whilst establishing yourself and running a demanding business, Miriam shares her advice on how to structure your day to incorporate you time and avoid burnout. So make sure you stick around for that. No Hi Steph, how are you? I'm oh, good, thank you. Welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. Same here. I'm, um, I'm super excited to be here with you and thank you so much for the introduction. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's very flattering what you said, but you know, really, it's like I just feel like uh, it's just uh, you know, it's a very small uh, you know, like I feel like you you just talked so highly about me, and I just feel like I'm still at the tip of my iceberg of of what I really want to do. But thank you so much for for the nice introduction. Oh, you're welcome, and don't be modest. You're totally <laughs> making waves. It's incredible to see. Thank um, you. So I've got. I'm not going to lie. I've got a lot of questions for you, just because it's so interesting and what you do is so amazing. So I will. Uh, I will get stuck into them. Let's um, go. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Can you briefly explain your career background for us? Okay, so very briefly, uh, you know, the way I started is I started in corporate and FMCG uh very early on so I was still in university when I got hired and my main goal was you know just to be super independent uh, I always wanted you know to you know not depend on anyone and really like just you know make it on my own so I started off very early I started in finance I studied finance but then I realized like this is not what I am or what I want to do uh, so I moved to marketing and uh, this is when my career really you know, starts taking off because, you know, when you appear in the right place, uh, it, it just, things come to you um, without forcing them. So I spent 13 years of my life uh, working uh, in marketing for FMCG, traveled the world, learned a huge deal. At one point in my career, I started to, you know, I saw this whole social media, like doing really big waves. And I was like, you know what, let me start this as well, because it was super interesting to me in terms of marketing, because I felt, you know, um, if I, if I want to reach millions of people, how can we do it from a marketing perspective? So this is how I really started it. Um, and um, I started to do my own because fashion at that time, fashion, beauty, 
wellness was always like a passion of mine, but I really never, you know, tapped into it. So I started to, you know, to build my own page and it started doing really, really well alongside my corporate job. So um, to be honest with you, I had a lot of burnouts throughout my career because I'm, I was always a very big achiever. I wanted to do so many things. And uh, you can't do it all. I have two kids. I have a wonderful husband. And I felt, you know, I need to choose at one point. So I, uh, in 2019, end of 2019, I left my corporate job. Uh, and uh, yeah, I started uh, True and Beyond alongside my page, uh, which, is, uh, which is against all odds. But, you know, I just followed my gut at that point. I think the following your gut is so important and when you have a, a like a, a a burning desire to do something you should be open to exploring different things and if it can take you down a, a different path maybe not one that you thought you would go on um I think it's really incredible when you can follow that and you can really make it into something excellent like really really following your um life's journey so I think that's amazing what you've done and we're going to come back to um how you were able to really launch the business a little bit later sure. um but before we get on to that part um I just want to ask what exactly is true and beyond and who can benefit from following its content so true and beyond to tell you it's it's a it's a platform it's a it's an online a beauty and wellness magazine but it's a little bit more than that so when you know when I obviously uh, start, you know, started to be on social media, uh, I always saw so much uh, things discussed on beauty and wellness. And I never really felt that there was a filter and what is right and what is wrong. And there's so much information. And I was like, how can I ever filter it for myself? What, what, is gonna, what is creating value for myself? And I realized that it has become so commercial that I just said, why don't I create a platform in the Middle East that truly really cuts through all the clutter that is there and really give valuable information to, uh, you know, women and even men in the region, you know, about everything beauty because, and, and skin, to be very honest, is my passion. But, you know, like during COVID, I realized wellness is, is the overarching umbrella on all of this, because if you're not feeling okay from the inside, you could be the, have the most beautiful skin or, you know, be the prettiest person but it's really, it goes down to the inside, what you eat, how you feel, who you surround yourself with. So this is why I have lots of psychologists, a um, lot of dietitians, like because, you know, food plays a very important role about, in our gut and our gut produces 80% of our happiness hormones. So it's, you know, this is, I wanted to, to build a 360, um, you know, uh, platform for everyone and to really, you know, make sure that everyone who goes on it has you know something that builds value for them and I think that what you're doing your message is so inspiring and when you're talking about um uh, building it from the inside yeah you know, it's so important because Absolutely. Uh, for me when I'm feeling good on the inside it gives me great confidence I think that you know people walk around and they uh, produce a more radiant glow it does uh, come from the inside and what you've done there and harnessing that is really just uh, I think it's just amazing um, Thank you. and talking about like the wellness as well as the beauty 
for me, when I first started um, exploring this kind of industry, it was when I started working at the dermatology clinic mm-hmm. um, and they were really big on SPF, you know, as they should be. And um, how a lot of people are now discovering that, you know, SPF is an absolutely must have in um, every cosmetic bag. And I found it quite scary how some uh, some brands were um marketing themselves as you know this incredible SPF but really they didn't have the core ingredients in that would really protect them from the UVA um, Mm. and UVB and whatever else uh, you need so for um, a platform like yours to be able to help people cut through all of that I think is just amazing so um, yeah you know from the inside the wellness being like the umbrella um, incredible. Where were you and what were you doing when you had the light bulb moment or the vision of creating True and Beyond? You know, like, it's, uh, you know, Steph, when your life has such a fast pace when you're working in a multinational company, I never really ever had time to sit down and to really think. Um, And if there's anything I can, you know, give to someone or whoever is having this fast paced environment is that really really taking the time off is extremely important and you know I had uh, a nervous breakdown that led me to um, really leave and I really had no clue about what I wanted to do but you know when I just sat at home with my family with my kids when I realized when I looked inside because there's so many questions that are answered by yourself you just have to really look you know this is when I started to really you know, to, to understand what I wanted to do, what my uh, desires are, what my, what, you know, what my passions are in life, really. And I really followed the guts of, you know, following my passion, which was always uh, making uh, people feeling feel good and uh, sharing, and you know, adding value in other people's lives. For me, this this is this makes me truly, truly, truly happy. It took me like, uh, I think, six months of really not being able in this fast-paced workplace to have time for myself, you know, to relax, which for me was always like kind of a punishment. Oh my God, Miriam, you're relaxing. That's bad, you know, you shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Um, So really, it took me like six months. It was like not one moment, but it's like a buildup of just, you know, being able to spend time with myself. A bit like like a work in progress, just taking each day at a time, learning a little bit more and building upon that. Absolutely. You know, I think that that's really um, a really good message to give people. I think that, you know, my question was that, you know, what's that light bulb moment? People think things are instantaneous and it's really not like that. It's like from, you know, what you've just said, it sounds like uh, maturity, you know, trying things and, realizing that something's not working and then trying something else so you know it's just that constant you know little bit every day and uh, and building upon it yeah. which I think is a really good message I think for me this is yeah this is it that was that was it um it's mm. just a build-up giving yourself giving yourself the luxury to have just time for yourself I mean this is this is like I can't value this I, can, I would not stress on it enough because the time that is there that's made for you is something that you should really value and consider it as sacred. Even if you have family around you, friends, you know, your husband, 
you have to spend time with yourself. You have to give time to yourself. This is extremely important. So I'm sure that there's probably times um, that you are required to, you know, maybe work seven days a week when you've got a project on or, or you're just super busy doing something. Yeah. That I'm sure that there will always be those times in your life. But uh, an example, you know, on, on a average week, you know, I'm sure that you're busy all the time, but on an average week, do you give? Do you ensure that you take a full day off? Do you uh, maybe work um, every day, but you know shorter amounts? What? How do you balance that? Um, you know, there's for me, there's like balance is very difficult a term. Uh, you know, to just you know break it down and say, you know what, I'm gonna work from uh, Monday to to Friday, and you know I'm just gonna you know take it take it like that, but you know, like when I have like a full week or a full weekend of full week project, I just make sure that the week after I schedule in, uh, I give myself a morning for myself or, you know, it's like if you just balance it out. And then sometimes along the way, you feel suffocated with, with things um, mm-hmm. and it just started building up. And then, then it's, then it's when you, when you apologize, when you say, I'm very sorry, guys, but I cannot make it for this, this, and this. And it's just putting yourself first. I mean, there's no real formula for that, but it's just, you need to listen to your body. And I'm doing yeah. this more and more and more. Uh, and then, you know, and to just to balance it out, even though if you have a project that takes seven, seven days, you do it, you give it your all, but then afterwards you make sure you that you schedule in time for yourself and your family. That makes mm. sense. And then you're ready, energized to go for the next seven day project. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Were there any particular moments in your life uh, that have made you very passionate about promoting no nonsense wellness <laughs> and beauty brands? I don't know, but I was always all my life. I was a super straightforward person. I don't know, maybe because uh, my mom is, is German. I grew up in Germany. Uh, my dad is Lebanese. So I have everything of both cultures, the Middle Eastern and the European. Um, but I think I'm a very, very straightforward person. I don't like to, you know, waste my or anyone's time. So it was always kind of in my, in my personality. And uh, I think, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, it just came naturally. I love that a no-nonsense attitude just comes naturally to you. Is there more of an appetite at the moment for wellness or beauty articles? Um, and if so, why do you think this is? I think wellness, uh, health uh, stuff is, is on everyone's mind right now, mm-hmm. um, especially mental health. Um, and uh, especially after everything that we went through in the past two years, and everyone really started to value health more than anything else. Uh, and so I feel health, wellness is like on the top of the list. So have you ever been close to working with a brand that has um, perhaps not had wellness at their heart? Because I, I, know, I know that you don't work with those people. So I you know, there is so much clever marketing going on that <laughs> these these companies, you know, label themselves, as I was saying with the SPF. Have you ever been mm. close to working with one of those people? Mm. And how do you find, and how do you draw the line of, you know, I'll work with you and um, sorry, but I'll kindly decline your offer to collaborate? Okay, so I think no is a very big word that I started using um, recently. Um because you know when you you're just starting you want to you know you want to be everywhere and you want to uh 
you know, be acknowledged everywhere, but you need to be very selective uh, going forward. So when there's a brand that really doesn't uh, resonate with me and true and beyond's ethos, then there's definitely no way I will work with. But let me give you a small example. For example, uh, I was working with a very, very big brand, uh, I think a month ago on a big campaign. Uh, and uh, it was about forming a skincare routine in the morning. And there was no SPF in there, okay? So I said to the team, listen, if you want me to be credible and whatever message I'm giving, then in the end of my routine, there needs to be an SPF. And on the contrary, the brand was really, really, really happy that I brought this up because if you don't have SPF in your skincare routine, it basically doesn't mean anything. So on the contrary, when there's a brand that is ethical and that really understands what skincare means, uh, they will gladly accept uh, what you're bringing to the table. Amazing. Well done, Miriam. Fighter for everything true and ethical. I love it. Yeah, of course. Um, so what skills did you develop during your career in corporate uh, that were useful when la launching sorry, and subsequently running your own business? What I learned during corporate, I think the most important thing and that I will always uh, value is discipline um, and there will be days to be very honest with you where I feel very down and you know like when a deal doesn't work out or when I feel you know business is not moving as you know as you know as fast as I would like to of there's hiccups or all of these things you know that you know make your mind heavy was that you have to get up you have to go to the office, you have to create the content, you have to be an inspiration for a team. You cannot just sit there and say, oh, you know, it's just one of these days. No, discipline and consistency for me are extremely important. And I learned this during corporate. I mean, you have to show up, you have to do the presentations, you have to, uh, you know, consistently uh, move upwards, even if it's a tiny, tiny, tiny step. Um, and so this is, I think, this is what I really, really um, learned in my 13 years of corporate discipline on yourself is extremely important. Do you think there's somebody that um, that's something that's born into people or you can um, you can kind of like train yourself to become more disciplined? Do you think or do you think there's a little bit of both? I think uh, you can learn anything, anything that you want to if you just put your mind to it. I don't think mm. anything is impossible. I think you can of course, you have a certain set of skills that come with you when you're born, but I don't think there's anything that you cannot learn or if you just put your mind to it. The mind is extremely mm. powerful, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. have to want it, I suppose. Absolutely. What do you think are the most important personal and maybe professional attributes that a beauty and wellness content creator can possess? Um, and are these skills the same for a CEO of the business? I think uh, authenticity, when you're authentic, I think this is when things start to move and this is when people will believe you. And this applies to being a content creator or CEO or whatever. Like I've worked with very senior people and the people that, you know, on the long term that stayed in their positions where they want, that really cared and that were authentic about the business. Uh, and as well for content creators in the long term, you need to think long term, right? 
So if you want to really create a brand or something that people believe in and that they use and that works, it has to be good, it has to be authentic. So for me, authenticity is, is, the, is, the, is, is the answer. I think that's really important as well. So in an article, what are the most important details to include um, to provide to your readers with a true picture of the, um, of the product or treatment that you're reviewing? So what, what is, the, is the most important message to get across, I suppose? I think there are two things, Steph. One of them is whenever I sit down with a brand or with the content or with the creator of a brand or when I whoever I sit with is like the first question I ask them is like what is your superpower uh, a cream cannot do everything at the same time or a wellness center cannot provide everything so what is your superpower what can I focus on what can you focus on to really uh, add value to people's lives so for example if I talk about a cream for acne prone skin and its benefits. It doesn't mean that it will work for me or for you, but for the people that really, uh, you know, have the skin problem. So I really want to filter it down. So, um, and I think this is, you know, this is num number one. Um, and also uh, it's about, you know, the story. The storytelling is also always very, very important. Why did this brand come to life? What is the inspiration behind it? What is the, you know, wh why is it there? What is the reason it's there? Uh, and this always inspires people and, it, you know, you can relate to it. Uh, I, I started to talk about skincare because I had horrible skin and I, and I always, you know, felt I was, I, I was not powerful enough or I was always like very intimidated to go somewhere because my skin didn't look good. So, and people can relate to that, which is very normal. You know what I mean? It's just, hum we're just human beings and we all have insecurities. Uh, and something mm -hmm. relatable to the audience is, is, always, is always a very, very big plus. Yeah, I suppose when there's a narrative behind a brand or, you know, treatment, people are more inclined to um, connect to it, as you said, of and course. remember it. it's going to stick in their mind if you tell them a story about it. The human, the human story. We're all humans. We're all yeah. valuable, vulnerable, and we all have uh, things that we're insecure about or that we want to improve, and it's just normal. Um, yeah. It's just a normality. Nobody is perfect. So you really are kind of like going into that brand and showing them for everything they are. You're really, it's, it's in the name, isn't it? You're, it's showing them the true and, Absolutely. and beyond, I suppose. So, um, I guess that's how you put your, your, your um, what's the word, your tone to it, I suppose. Yes, correct. Absolutely. <laughs> so how did you go about putting a business plan together for True and Beyond? And did you need, for example, funding? Um, and how did you secure it? How, how did it really launch? To be honest with you, I didn't have a business plan. I didn't know what I was doing in the first place. I had no idea. I just started. I hired a team. Uh, I know what my expenses were in the beginning. So, uh, and I was like, okay, I need, I need to just start somewhere. And, you know, slowly and surely, I started getting lots of collaborations with brands. And this is when I started building my business plan. Let's say uh, if I hire one more person, if I expand my office, what would that cost me? What, you know? So in the beginning, I actually had no idea what I was doing and how I will be profitable at one point. Uh, so it took me some time. So I just started off without thinking much. And then um, 
I I took it I took it to the next level. So basically, this is it. Fantastic. You know what? I've heard from a couple of people that when they uh, first started their businesses, they didn't have a business plan at all. And I, you know, what? I love hearing it because it shows that you've got confidence and it shows that you really have it in you to really steer business and you know what is right for your brand. Um, so I, I always love hearing their stories and yeah, they always seem to take off. And I think it also shows to people that you don't need to have everything figured out no. in the beginning. Um, and I think that's possibly what holds um, a lot of people back, not having the confidence and feeling like stuck that they don't have either a business degree or any experience. Um, you really can make moves just by having True. an idea. That's all it takes is True. just one idea. Absolutely. Um, yeah so how can aspiring entrepreneurs put such plans into place and make things happen for themselves do you think that after they've just got this one idea you know what overthinking will never solve it I think you just have to have the courage uh, in yourself to believe in yourself to go for it and one of the things that I'm still working on a lot is I'm always super afraid to make mistakes um, because I was such a high performer and I always was working, you know, to get the best reviews, the best whatever. And I was always kind of, I never wanted to do a mistake. But you know what? Mistakes is normal. You do them every single day and it's just, you know, improving. And it's fine. It's, it's, you shouldn't really worry about what other people think. Um, because if you do a mistake, it's fine. You learn from it and you move on. So I think this is also one advice that I would give. Uh, to everyone who's starting their business that's really great advice thank you so when you were first launching true and beyond how did you decide uh, what brands to feature and how did you create relationships with those brand owners um, that you have partnered with and is it the same process now as it was at the very beginning in the very beginning, of course, I used to reach out to the brands and, you know, the content creators and the founders that really, really inspired me. And uh, in the beginning, I got lots of no's, but also lots of yeses because, you know, many people really love the idea behind it. Uh, and again, it's all about, you know, bringing out, you know, filtering everything that's out there and giving a true value to people around us. So that wasn't the beginning. Now it's a mix of both. Actually, lots of brands are reaching out to me. Uh, which is amazing and what I find really really incredible is that when someone pitches my story as Miriam to a big brand uh, they show them true and beyond and brands are loving the idea of, of of having this you know this platform and 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 this is what keeps me going really and what keeps me going is talking to people like you and you know to really have these conversations going on and on and on and you know to just improve day by day well thank you for that that's a really kind comment and um, absolutely it's, it's really a great pleasure. advice again so how do you stay ahead of uh, wellness and beauty trends i am constantly researching i'm constantly talking to people um and then you know when you like the last time i was um talking to a founder of a perfume brand and then she introduced me to other people that are just building one brand and it's just you know you're just growing your network of people and you're learning and you're you know, you're researching, you need to keep an open mind uh, about what's happening. And so, you know, it, it's just, a, it, it, there's no real science to it, but it just, it just happens. Things start coming to you uh, and you start, you know, to really um, uh, accomplish and to see lots of 
trends that are happening and my team uh, that are working you know, on this 24 seven also do lots of research on a daily basis uh, on that. So just really talking to people, yes. um, bouncing ideas off yes. um, other people, you know, just keeping an open mind. Absolutely. What are the most important things to consider um, when designing a website um, like yours? I'll put it very simply for you. It's, it just has to be user-friendly. It has to be appeal. Uh, you know, sometimes I go to websites and there's a million things that pop up and it makes me super nervous and yeah. I just want to get out of it. So I really want to dedicate it to peop- to someone who wants something very quick and very easy to read and no much, uh, you know, no much fluff, you know, just straight to mm-hmm. the point. I know that when um, I've got a little bit of experience um, building WordPress websites Mm -hmm. and, you know, when I first started doing that, it was a lot to get my head around. So many different things to choose from. But I always found the the most appealing ones were like, you know, the monotone ones, Mm. um, just something something not too busy but something that's you know very um sophisticated and looks very smart and um looks like genuine I think that's really yes exactly yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah (laughs) what is in your opinion a key risk or challenge that um content creators should bear in mind and how do you advise mitigating this potential risk Mm. okay there's there's always there's always going to be a risk that, you know, even if you do all your research on a brand uh, or content or, you know, any founder, I mean, there's always going to be a kind of, you know, like, let's say I, I, I interviewed a founder of a brand uh, in the very early beginning of my career. And this founder used to really, really, really represent, like I, lo- I used to love the brand that, that she created. However, there was like uh, a problem with her because apparently she had uh, created fake reviews on her on, on the website. So people were like, why are you talking to her? She's the, you know, she's, you know, her, her reviews are not right, whatever. So I hadn't done, uh, you know, enough research as I should have. And this will always mm-hmm. kind of backlash on you because whatever you, you're trying to create is, is, is real. Um, however, her products are really great. So it's also, you know, like there's always going to be like a risk that people do not, that not everyone likes your content, but you really have to, again, uh, balance it off between yourself and, and, and your conscience is that something that's going to hurt people? Definitely not because her products are great. Did she do a mistake in the past of faking reviews? Not sure if this is 100% correct or not. Yes, it's wrong. Yeah. So it's, 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 you know, it's, you really need to, you, you need to follow your, 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 your gut feeling in this, because to be honest, you can't, you can't make everyone happy in the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So moving on now into kind of like the wellness section of the podcast, um, how do you ensure, well, I guess we've really kind of touched on this one at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question was, how do you ensure that you manage your time efficiently? Again, uh, Steph, there's no recipe to this. But for example, like mm-hmm. I, my morning workouts, I, I really like, I, they're sacred for me. So if I, I, I have someone who, who trains me in the morning and for example, these, these things, I try not to move. Uh, in the evening when I come home, I really try to, 
not look at my phone for the next two hours and really spend time with my husband and my kids. So there are like few things that you, you know, put as a, you know, as a, as a discipline in your life that helps you balance things up as much as I can. But again, there's no real balance in my, in my point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you've got your non-negotiables, if you like, the things yeah. that you that make you, you, that you, you stick to. And Absolutely. The, the rest, you just have to, you know, you have to navigate juggle in a way but yeah. do it in an efficient way true true <laughs> every day is different right absolutely sure. yeah yeah and um, how do you cope with stress of running a business uh one thing so so I think when you find something that you're really really passionate about a hobby or whatever for me this is my therapy uh where I switch off it's when I do my horseback riding so for me this is my therapy this is where I clear my mind I go into the, you know, I go on, on the back of a horse and I'm super stressed and I'm tense and I feel like my mind is all over the place. And when I'm done, I just feel, you know, like as someone turned a page uh, in, in, my, in, my, in my crazy, you know, head and everything is fine. Like everything can, can be solved. So when you find that hobby or, you know, that me time or whatever, whether it's painting or whatever it is, hold on to it and capitalize on it um that 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 I would give to everyone like this 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 advice is extremely like for me it's very valuable I think that's really good advice you know I can relate with the um horseback riding I do find animals very calming Mm. in themselves um so yeah it's important for people to find what kind of like makes them um calm so you know if yeah if listeners out there not sure what that is I I do recommend you know like trying different things to really kind of like harness what it is that gives them that you know unnoticed pressure from them absolutely so this is a question that I'm excited to hear your answer to (laughs) um what are your top three products or treatments that uh keep you looking and feeling your best okay so feeling I think it's always going to be horseback riding because this is for me it's my uh time to really really switch off so for me this is extremely important as a treatment what i really really love and what i'm really obsessed with is the prp uh which uh which is not with a derma derma pen but really like with a uh dermatologist or a doctor to to put it under your skin so i feel this really helps with the glow and it's natural and it plumps your face and you really have this incredible glow and it's anti-aging, which is extremely important to me. So I always look for things to prevent rather than treat. Uh, and uh, SPF, I think these three things and I would I would never give up on. <laughs> Do you know what? I've never had PRP done before, but um, a, a surgeon who I used to work with in the um in the clinic that mm-hmm. I worked in called mm-hmm. Mr. Amar. He, he'd been on the podcast before. He spoke about the PRP and it looks like such a credible treatment. You know, as you were saying, it's prevention rather than cure. Um, and it just, it it looks like it just makes you very radiant and building that, you know, confidence as we were speaking about before from the inside out. So it's, that's definitely one to look at, I think, um, for me anyway. Absolutely. I think um, the more you can go natural without any fillers, um, the better always you know try yeah. to go the natural way that's what I, of course I do Botox I love Botox I can't live without Botox but um, I had overfilled my face and I had I had them removed so now you really have to be careful with what you want to put inside your face 
do you think that that is um something that people are doing because I have been around um Botox and fillers for a number of years now but Mm -hmm. but really probably if we're pinning it down it for me I saw a big rise in it when you know Kylie was on Snapchat and you know her lip fillers and I saw a huge wave of um young adults you know getting these injectables yeah um do you think that that's declining or maintaining I think so I think it's really declining uh, Steph and I think in the beginning nobody really had any kind of education about it and you know at one point fillers in your face will make you look older uh, than you know on the contrary uh, what the initial purpose was to make you look younger and more radiant and more rested and if it's done when if it if it's overdone let's put it that way it truly makes you look older than you're supposed to so people are much more educated than before. You know, fillers is not something that has been around for a very long time. Um, You know, same goes for breast augmentation. Remember like 10, 15 years ago, everyone used to have huge, you know, you know, implants and, you know, it doesn't look nice. You know, people are much more going into the natural direction. Yeah. Yeah. You're right with, uh, it can make you look older. Yeah. You're right as well. There is a lot more information around. So people are aware. Yeah. Um, but in where there was so much of a hype around it, I True. could see younger people going in and saying, oh, I just want, like, for an example, my cheeks done. But, yeah. you know, they don't quite understand that by just isolating these areas, but, you know, if you get your cheeks done, your under eye can look very um, dark and hollow and make absolutely. you look younger, uh, older. Sorry. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, guys, do your research. Check out Miriam's um, website. <laughs> I'm sure she will mention all of this stuff on there. <laughs> So best piece of advice um, for being a successful entrepreneur? Follow your gut, simply. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Hashtag No Filter. You've been an amazing guest. You've given us so much advice and tips on how to build a business and to look after ourselves, um, which is, you know, just a core message of Hashtag No Filter. Um, So thank you so much for joining us, Miriam. Honestly, Steph, you're an amazing host. Um, you, you, you really do your research well on people. You really make people comfortable uh, in you know, everything that you do. So keep on what you're doing. Uh, I, will, I will make sure that, you know, I, 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 you know, whenever you need a question, or if you ever have any, uh, you know, you need any advice, I'm always going to be here because I think you're doing a fantastic job. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maria. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hashtag No Filter. Please rate and give me a Hashtag No Filter review over on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure you hit that subscribe button to ensure you never miss an episode. See you next time. Filter.